This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Brennan likes this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Happy New Year, everybody, and welcome to the first 2012 edition of Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Thank you very much for listening. Subscribe on iTunes. You can see our nice little logo made by Abrowski, B-Wing 411. We have to give him sh- plugs every single week. And also, we got to give plugs to Ring Rope Rebellion for making our theme music for Marking Out. So as I said, subscribe on iTunes. MarkingOut.com. You can find a bunch of stuff pro wrestling related on the website. You can find pictures of us. You can find silhouettes of Brandon. You can find our, all of our supporters. You can find articles. All that wonderful stuff. Facebook.com. You can like us on there, and you can belittle us if you want and call us idiots. We don't even listen to our fucking show, and you probably don't even know that we have a podcast. Goose Fraba. Goose Fraba. Twitter.com slash out. We live tweet during Monday Night Raw, sometimes during SmackDown, never during Impact. Um, <laughs> now that that's all out of the way, I'm here with Dave. Dave, how you doing today? All right. I don't know what your issue is, but it's Dave the Rave that the ladies crave. And let me tell you, before you even answer, many were craving on New Year's Eve. Yeah? What? what, what? Yeah. A bottle of Jose Cuervo doesn't count as a lady, Dave. Oh, no. I stuck to the 1800 silver. Oh, okay. They're very classy. Amen all the time. And we're here with the Blue Dragon, the Count of Monte Fisto, Cousin Brandon. Brandon, Brandon. How you doing, Brandon? Ginger Mahal. I don't know what your problem is, but let's get it straight, guys. I'm Dave the Rave that the ladies crave, and I just gotta say that the ladies, they were not craving me on New Year's Eve. I don't know why. I kept asking and asking and asking, but they said, yeah, get away from me. Yeah. I got yeah. But other than that, I'm doing awesome, as always. Bam roasted. Bam roasted. Starting the show off with a big bam roasted. That is marking out. That is marking out, and let's say aptly it begins right now. But we'll get on to things that began this week on Monday Night Raw in a couple minutes. (laughs) That was was great. Nothing can be top now this year. Um, And let's get on to the end of 2011 and uh, Friday Night Smackdown, which... Started off with a big bang, with a big bang, a nice little Booker T. Cody Rhodes segment. You know, continuing on with that little feud they have going on. Looks like Booker T. is going to be getting another Intercontinental Title match yeah. next week on SmackDown. But it, there's a, it's a championship, by the way. Intercontinental yeah. Championship match. Excuse me, it's not a belt. It's a championship. Let's get to the bigger story in there. In the returning of one certain character, well, one man that played a certain character in Cody Rhodes' real-life brother, Dustin Rhodes, but to all you marks out there, is better known as Goldust. And it depressed me to the fact that everyone was just like, oh, wonderful, who's this guy walking out? I actually popped. I was like, oh, my God, it's it's Goldust. I mean, it's Dustin Rhodes. I can't say I I didn't pop for it. I was more like, I was more interested to see where this was going but as with 
with this, you know, also too, you know, at the end of the segment, you have Cody Rhodes, you know, hitting Dustin Rhodes with the beautiful yep. disaster. You know, he put over Booker T big time, you know, talking about all of his trials and tribulations. And then, you know, that segment with Booker T that they did with, when they were uh, tag partners really helped him in his career. But this... The, the fact I didn't like was he said that his best times were with Booker T as tag team uh Champs, okay. Yeah, because so. he was sober for it. No, but I think that his best, in my personal opinion, his best times were as Goldust, the internet, intercontinental champion. He almost said internet yes, champion. Know, he, internet. Probably, <laughs> he probably wasn't sober for it or something. There was shit or that, something. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe he was. My mind maybe he, the best time. I don't know. Maybe he was. I don't know. I really didn't think Goldust had drug problems until TNA. I don't know either, but, you know, what do we know? We're just three guys that like to talk about pro wrestling. There, another catchphrase, another slogan right in there. It's, but, it's really weird that on SmackDown when he came out, I thought it was seven from WCW. Seven? I got the reference. <laughs> I didn't get yeah. the reference. I'm sorry. It's when, like, they, like, Goldust, like, that's what they threw him on WCW yeah, they, television they as. Like, they gave him a white stupid. fucking, like, leather mask or some shit. Like, it was like the, like a makeup okay. thing. Oh, okay. And, like, okay. he ripped it off. He's like, ah, I can't take this. Like, this is so stupid. Yeah. Whether or not that was a gimmick, whether or not that was what was supposed to happen, more power to you because you look like an idiot. Well. I don't want to say that about Goldust, though, because Goldust is then, awesome. Yeah. But to me, this lays the groundwork for WrestleMania. Dude, I can't wait. Because I feel like this now feud, you know, with Dustin Rhodes, like, Cody Rhodes knocking him out, I feel like. He's going to finish up a Booker T, and then for the next two to three months, he's going to have a few with Dustin Rhodes or, going into Gold Dust, going into WrestleMania, Cody versus Gold Dust at WrestleMania. Dude, brother I versus can't brother. You know see, what? I would love to see that. I can't wait to see that entrance live, the fucking HD, whatever WrestleMania type of Minitron they have, Titan Tron, the fucking fireworks that are going to yeah, shoot up Gold in fucking Miami sunlight. Uh, pump me up. Boom. It's not going to be the Miami sunlight. It's going to be the Miami uh, nightlight. Yeah, that's what I, I meant to say. Well, yeah. oh, depending on how uh, early they do the show. Yeah, well, no, it's usually a eight o'clock start time. So by then, the uh, you know might be a it's little actually, dusty. It's actually, I think like seven seven fifteen ish. Well, yeah, so. but that's the, that's the pre show and everything like that. But we can. Yeah, all... but I mean, like you still gotta give that factor in, and because and hopefully they actually make. The card. I hope it does make the card well, because that feud actually makes the card. Yeah, not like Daniel Bryan versus Sheamus from last year or Carlito and Ric Flair. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's continue on with that SmackDown. was a match. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even remember it. Uh, Jinder Mahal and Ted DiBiase, a nice solid match. Yep. Jinder Mahal going over the win, but not to the, the I want to say dismay of Dave because no, I mean it's I definitely I like Jinder Mahal. Yes. I like seeing him pick up the W's because I really do see a lot of potential in him. I think they can build him up as a big heel. Maybe of course give him a small little faction, a little stable, and put him as the leader. But I still think that he's a good heel that they can build on. Um, the fact that he does the camel clutch kind of irks me, just because it feels like every single wrestler from the mid eastern area has to use the camel clutch in their move set. I don't understand why though. I I guess because it's just generic, I, yeah. and you have yeah, no. Yeah. Abdullah the Butcher used that. I don't I don't uh, think because I th- wasn't he around the same time Iron Cheek was, and the Iron yeah. Cheek was just breaking people's backs. But Making also too, like with the beard and coming out with the. 
the turban, I guess yeah, what it's, it's called. I don't like Tiger Ali Singh, like yeah, that's what I was gonna say, or Muhammad Hassan, or whatever you yeah. want to call. Well, him. I mean, honestly, Muhammad Hassan, I wish that they would bring back because he was a good, he was a great wrestler. But maybe they could build this more of a Tiger Ali Singh, like just how great he is. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Well, like, uh, I don't know, maybe maybe he'll come out one night and start managing Mosh and and uh, D'Lo Brown. Yeah, Brown. <laughs> oh man, you never you never know. You never Book know. Book that on heat. Yeah. <laughs> Heat. Wow. Um, continuing on, you know, we were talking about Middle Eastern people, I guess, fitting the stereotype in the WWE by using the camel clutch and Ginger Mahal using it. You now have, you know, Hunico, who's really... Unico. In- Unico. Okay, it's it's Unico now, whatever. Um, coming out and with a great match with Justin Gabriel, but now bringing in a fellow cohort of his in Gaspacho. Camacho. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm uh, you, <laughs> Camacho, which Macho it seems Camacho. it seems like these guys are gonna thrive as a new tag team, and I guess slowly but surely the pieces are starting to fit to bring back the WWE tag team division by bringing in Gaspacho. I mean Camacho. <laughs> yeah, but also too, you know, fitting in with the stereotype. These guys coming out with like wife beaters and sunglasses and do rags on, coming out and riding a low rider bike, bicycle. which was an awesome bike. Don't get me wrong, There's probably a couple G's that bike right there. Really? Oh yeah. yeah! What are you kidding me? Lowriders go for fucking Jeez. insane prices. Yeah, it's 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 my, out of this my, world. my low rider fucking caught five G's. Yeah, yeah so Brandon with all this money he's got going on. Of course, here. it was. <laughs> You know, yeah, you know, uh, but you know, it's you know Justin Gabriel and uh, yeah, high, nice high flying, nice high spots in there. Uh, yeah, uh, Hunico gets the one with the Swanton bomb, and then Camacho comes in. And are you really fucking having difficulty with that asshole? I think so, a little bit. What's a cold? What's a cold soup? Unico, 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 Camacho, 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 Camacho. Okay. Camacho man, the Camacho man, the Camacho man. Over here, you gotta go. Kimacho man. <laughs> Wait, did you did you seriously just pronounce M E N G? Yes, I did. Camacho. Which, by the way, Camacho is the son of. <laughs> yeah. Yes. For uh, WWE great Haku. So good, you know. Get it? Islanders. And- no. The former form- member of the Islanders. Amen. Not the, the New York Islanders. No. Um, but they executed a nice uh, tag team finisher on there, which was, was set up pretty sweet. You uh, know, the the slingshot to the fireman's carry to the neckbreaker. I'm not a fan of it. Why? Well, just because, yes, it's a cool double team maneuver, but I don't see finisher with that. I don't see the impact. I don't see the Dude, he did a slingshot into a No, no, don't get me wrong. This, this slingshot was cool going into the fireman carry, but I still think that they need something to lay it down at this match over. Yeah. I mean, th- that could be a signature, though, but they need something that says he, he match could do, over. He could do a blockbuster off the top rope. You know, this could be... Then it, no, because then it turns into the G6 or whatever, the crime time finisher. Who yeah, cares? Well, what they they have to do when is crime time relevant? Who's crime time? All yeah. they have to do is they have to imitate more independent tag teams as opposed to other WWE tag team uh, finisher-wise. Yeah, well, you know, you can only do so many things. Maybe you have to start watching a lot more indie. It's indeed. not similar, though. It's like, it's similar, but it's not. They do the... It's like a switch. Swinging neckbreaker version. It's perfect for them. I, I, I agree with them on that. Uh, you had a d- nice Divas match in there, which then yeah. turned to Tamina turning on Natalia. Making her, I guess, even more of a heel? 
Well, no, dude, I mean, no. When, when we are you shitting me? Yeah, no, because when we get were like, off this fucking everybody's a heel thing. No, right. it was a heel. No, 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 no. Dave's like, oh yeah, she's turning face. She's not turning. That's face. not me. That was Brandon. Okay, I'm sorry. He is turning face. That's she's not, not turning face because she just faced. All right, this is where she just going. Up. This is where shit's gonna hit the uh, fan. All right, ready? Always on the divas matches. Always right. on the Tamina, divas. Tamina just faced Caitlyn and Alicia Fox. Well, at least Caitlyn is definitely a face now. Yeah. They, at least they made up their mind with that. She can tell my but face. She just faced them. So she's a heel. Okay. And then she faced Natalia. Well, then she turned on Natalia, who's another so heel. So Natty's going to be a face? Yeah. No. No. I think Tamina's more. Tamina's a heel. Did you see? She she beat the shit out of her. So what the fuck are you arguing with me for? That's exactly what I just said. Okay, I thought you were Brandon. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. She's more of a heel. No, understand. Brandon, shut How up. Did somebody beat up a fucking. A face, a heel, and then not be a, still be We've heel. We've seen heel versus heel, heel matches before. It's just more her uh, saying. Did like, she have a smile? Did she have a smile on her face after she did? Slash Natalia. Natalia, yeah. great. Look at me. Yeah, oh, she's like, look at this. I'm gonna fucking take on the divas of motherfucking doom. Yeah, yeah. she's gonna be saying a more she's evil diva. Declaring herself as the dominant female on uh, SmackDown. And that's it. Well, it's better than Alicia Fox being the most dominant diva on SmackDown. Fuck Christ. Absolutely. Amen, brother. Testify. Fox, my life. Fox, my life. Um, you got to see uh, Drew McIntyre actually come back to SmackDown. Drew McIntyre. Yes, thank you, Brad. I'm actually, I don't know. I'm kind of really upset that he dropped the ball on him with. Uh, I actually have no idea who you're talking about when you talk about him. <laughs> yeah, because you don't remember because he's been a superstar of superstars. And it's crazy because he had so much uh, hype with him at the same time that Sheamus. Yeah, uh, his fucking signature, big. his fucking his autograph on the WWE 12 load screens is chosen one. I know. Like, come on, Vince McMahon, what is going on? Yeah, well, now he's. Who are some p- of the writers? Like, who can we talk to? I know they're listening. Like. Hi- us. Yeah, I'm, yeah, we'll I'm, help you. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure By the way, Chris, you look like Ollie G. That's no relation into that, this right now. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see. I don't want to see you anymore. I'm not wearing my glasses, and well, I am not wearing my skull cap because it's like 15 degrees outside. There. All right, so, so it's it's match. To, it has this match, but you know all the whole gimmick, how he gets too pay, too much paid and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. and it's just. Then you, he loses to Ezekiel he loses Jackson. To Ezekiel Jackson. So is he going to get fired? You know what? We, we don't. I'm know. thinking. Now, I'm thinking. I'm thinking this is going to turn into some sort of Mikey Whipwreck type of gimmick. Where what? Where he has to keep proving himself? Yeah, something like that. Well, yeah. where he keeps keeps going out like this is bullshit. Blah blah blah. I'm good. Blah blah blah. I'm here. Blah blah blah. Losing, 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 and then finally winning. I don't know. We'll 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 see where it picks up from SmackDown next yeah. week, and then we got to talk about Sheamus, who Sheamus? we we talked about him last week. You know, he's kind of like in the in the depths of like mid card doom. Or I whatever. don't know because he's also I I consider him. I would say he's up for mid card. I say I, he's main event. Dude. I know, but you know when you you have him just like randomly come out and but that's the thing I don't get because on Raw you'll have him versus Miz, but on SmackDown you have him, yeah, but on SmackDown you have him versus Slater. Where's I he, mean it's kind of like main eventers, but then you have him versus the mid carders. But you want to get in between. He could take on the one man rock band. He could take on the most awesome man that's ever lived in WWE history. WCW history. Yeah, <laughs> um, I added an extra W. You know what? That. We all want to see same. Seamus succeed. We think he's he's definitely at that caliber, but now maybe we'll see him start taking over other roles on SmackDown. He's also on the 
uh, cover the elimination chamber. Yeah, the poster. So maybe he wins the Royal Rumble. Looks like he looks like a fucking Power Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> Tyrannosaurus. All right. Um, really? You know, maybe I'm he'll. I'm actually ta- quite offended that you said that. Why? Because it's red. Tyrannosaurus not- is red, and you're red. Eh, Tyrannosaurus isn't really red. Well, no, the Tyrannosaurus Power Ranger is red. Oh, yeah. He, he was the Green Ranger, though. If anything. No, that was the that was the Dragon Sword. All right, I actually he, watched. He had green, Irish green. He was the green yeah, ranger. All right, so then he was Dragon Sword. Okay, bam. are you seriously going to argue this with me right now, Chris? <laughs> I was a hardcore Power Ranger back in the day. I was a hardcore did Power you Ranger. Have fan. the action figures where you touch their butt, their belt, and they head flip. <laughs> yeah, I did actually. So did and I, I had you, the whole did you Megazord have sword on. Yes, I had sword on. I had the Megazord. Did you have the White Tiger uh, sword? No, yes, actually, yeah. Actually, I remember playing with your superstars as a kid, and you did have it. But I had the, the next I had match. The, I had Tommy's thing, and I go do 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 All right. God. So then, you know, maybe Shameless will take. As I said, happen. we'll take over other roles of different people in there, um, like Randy Orton. You know, Ray, Randy Orton, Wade Barrett, falls count anywhere match for you know this feud has been boiling over since Survivor Series even before Survivor Series for a while so this actually was maybe one of my favorite matches out of this feud because of the way that it was done you had these guys fighting all over the ring you had these guys fighting in the backstage area you guys had fought in the ring for a very long time to the point where you're like are they gonna actually leave the ring yeah but then that had that had you thinking so then it goes backstage it goes in the elevator I think the best shot of that entire thing was the the security camera yeah Yeah. it was all mute you don't it was all mute you don't hear anything you just see them fighting and everything like that but that wasn't I get that that wasn't a like a regular no, the WWE WWE like planted versus Roy, well, but also that. too WWE definitely planted that planted an HD camera oh, in there to, to set that up, and then they're fighting all over. They're fighting into the office building area, and then it turns out that Randy Orton gets thrown down the stairs by Wade Barrett, which is big, but also too Dave Dave mentioned something to uh, me. Yeah, why didn't Wade Barrett pin him? Because there's no referee around. Yeah, but still, you, it was false count anywhere. He should have just pinned him. And just then, then he could be like, "Oh shit, maybe he's really hurt." I'll yeah. walk away now. Maybe he is really hurt. I don't know, but uh, but you know, as I said, you know, apparently now it's been reported on WWE.com. You know, we talked about this last week too. Maybe he failed a yeah. drug policy. Maybe he's fired. He actually has a hack, and he's going to be out for six months, missing WrestleMania, so, missing the Royal Rumble. So they say. Thank goodness. So I'm, they say. I mean, honestly, you can't. I don't know what to believe anymore. I mean, it could be drug policy. It could be herniated disc. Who knows? But maybe now we'll see Sheamus take over that Randy Orton role for the next six months. You know, being the the, the top. If they do, I don't want to see them shove him down into like down our throats as much as they have Randy Orton. Yeah, trying to make him that other scenic. I know, but also too, you know, he was like he's kind of as much as we want to bash Randy Orton, he's kind of been a workhorse for the past couple of months. He's been on both shows every single week. You yeah, know, absolutely, back and forth. So maybe you know you have to give him credit for that. Let me just say, Zach Gowan did it better though. <sighs> All right, whatever. Zach Gowan did it better. Um, but what does let, that mean? He took the steps like a champ. What does that even mean? When he uh, Lesnar threw him down the steps. Oh yeah! Shut up, Bam roasted. <laughs> no, no, you definitely got Bam roasted. Sure. You, you, you won't be able to make up for it for the rest of the year. Uh, let's get on to. So, speaking of the rest of the year, we'll start the, the year off big on Monday Night Raw. A fully, fully impactful 
um, Monday Night Raw. You got to see Daniel Bryan come out and face Cody Rhodes in a nice match. Which, First match of WWE 2012 oh, was champion Dan- versus champion. That was. And Daniel, Daniel Bryan getting a big win over... Uh, Cody Rhodes with a small package. Although the match was kind of short. And the match was short, but there was yeah. so much that they had to get into that Monday Night Raw in two but hours. I mean, still, the thing I didn't like was Daniel Bryan's over-the-top celebration. Yeah. What was up with that? I, I mean, don't know. I think that's playing into their gimmick, too. You know, also, you know, on on, on SmackDown, too, he was a little over-celebrating. Yeah, I guess, the, like, maybe they're trying to get him, get the fans to think of him as the underdog. But to us, he's not the underdog, so yeah. the celebration doesn't really work. To the internet wrestling but community. He, he is the underdog, though. I mean, yes, in, yes, in the WWE right now, in this whole storyline yes. with the big show, you know, he's going to be facing the big show on Friday on SmackDown. He is the underdog. You know, he's he's kind of taken over that Rey Mysterio kind of role, you know, being the the big the littlest underdog. Yes. And, you know, in, especially in the storyline, as I just said, with the big show and with Mark Henry, he's... Taking over that role. When's Ray coming back? Mm, who cares? Um, what do you mean? Who cares? He has the best outfits of WrestleMania. Mm, asshole. Uh, I'm not gonna agree with that. I mean, Kofi Kingston is. I think Kofi Kingston has kind yeah. of taken the ball with the best outfits. Who remembers Survivor Series with the Ghostbusters outfit? All right. Awesome. Uh, yeah. It is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, what we didn't talk about was the beginning of Monday Night Raw and the John Cena promo, embracing the fans to what they want to chant. You know, saying it's going to be a big year for him. Yeah. You know, saying stuff about how he's going to show Rock that he doesn't have lady parts, and. Like, that's gross. Like, you're going to flash a wrestler just to prove him wrong. <laughs> and then uh, is interrupted by Kane. Well, a voiceover. Well, a voiceover of Kane saying that he has to embrace the hate. You know, something's going to happen tonight. Tonight he's going to embrace the hate, blah, 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 this, that, and the thing. So, you know, we have, we have, you know, it begins and we have Kane embracing the hate all in one night. Uh, let's talk about The Miz. Last week we saw the return of R-Truth getting the, the one up and getting the water bottle to the skull on The Miz. Uh, you know, a nice backstage segment with him and John Laurinaitis. You know, kind of John Laurinaitis really just not really giving a shit about The Miz and his R-Truth problems. So it's a match between him and Sheamus, but not to R- not to get get R-Truth out of this. Because R-Truth was kind of, kind of stalking The Miz throughout the night. Quack, quack. You know, coming out and doing his crazy gimmick, which I, 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 R-Truth's over. R-Truth is a complete face now. Yeah. R-Truth is like that heelish face. You yeah. know, because he has those crazy, well, like, can't, mean, I mean, with the crazy no- stuff that comes out of his mouth, how can you not like that? I know. I mean, it's funny as hell. I think he was a little bit more, you know what, like, when he was a heel and he was, he was feuding with John Cena, yeah. like, he was kind of over, too, as a heel, but now, like, he came back last week and he's just completely over because he's completely and utterly insane. Okay, quick, getting it done. He is, you know, he's stalking, you know, st- stalking Miz all Mr. throughout the backstage yep. area and also, too, with his match, with Miz's match with Sheamus, which, you know, the Miz just went right out there and started beating the holy hell out of Sheamus. Those those clubs that the Miz oh, that, was... the, that Sheamus was giving to the Miz on the ropes was just brutal. Yeah, those had to hurt. Like, how I, the there, fuck did that happen? I was I I like cringed while looking at it. I was like, oh my yeah, god. I mean, for the for the record, the match never really started. Yeah. So I mean, it never really happened. No contest. Yeah, no contest. But the fact that they kept on battling and then the Miz made his way to the audience and then our truth getting yeah. the one up from him there. So can maybe we, wait. Can we cut off right there for real fast? Because I got to tell you that when. R-Truth was finally shot on camera, and he goes, and look who I brought with me. 
David goes, holy shit, John Morrison's gonna be here. Oh, that, that is <laughs> no bullshit. Joke. No joke, David, right, shut no, up. Let, yeah, what you know what, said. let's believe what, what And then Brandon I says. perked up, I was like, holy shit. Dude, if that's so, if that's correct, I'd be so into that. Like, I'd be fucking, that'd be awesome. You gotta love that Brandon likes to say what he no, thinks at the time the and replace it with other people, up. so this way his thoughts Chris, sound Chris, good I to him. I you not. Scouts honor that bitch. I you were never a scout. Oh, have to be a scout to use scouts honor. All right. Well, that. whatever. It, it's all. It's all right. It's all right. It's Maybe exactly. John Morrison did come back. Well, you know, you, you, I was just like, look who I brought. I'm like, he brought not. little Jimmy. Little Jimmy. I was like, oh man, there you needs to be Justin like Justin Bieber. Oh yeah, that Justin Bieber kid. That was. Do you think that was a plan? Yeah. What did he yeah, miss? Plan. Mark that asshole. That was a plan. <laughs> you think that little kid was playing? Oh, your mister. What? What? <laughs> That kid was so bad. Oh, Justin Bieber. Um, other things happening on Monday Night Raw. You have uh, Wade Barrett coming out and saying how he's going to win the World Rumble. He took out Randy Orton. And Santino coming out. I got I got some some flashbacks of Freight Train in that Santino promo saying how he's going to run the choo-choo train. So bad. It was pretty awesome. You, Dave, you change your opinion on Santino every single I week. I know. Yeah, he's horrible at this. He's yeah. horrible at this game. But Wade Barrett, I guess... Giving uh, Santino his new finisher, the Winds of Change, or as we know it, aptly through Impact Wrestling and other wrestlers, the Black Hole Slam. I think it works very well. I think that's a great name for that finisher. Yeah. The Winds of Change Slam, because, you know, it's a swirly, flippy kind of thing. Swirly, flippy move. Um, You had uh, Jack Swagger and Zack Ryder having a backstage promo, which I think, I guess, Zack Ryder now is going to uh, be facing Jack Swagger for the United States title. Yep, at some I mean, point. Zack Ryder's going to be facing Jack Swagger. Yep, I got yep. that right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. Awesome. I guess they're next in line. No, it was, it was a nice promo. It set up the main event, which was going to be um, John Cena, Big Show, Ryder. and Ryder versus Jack Swagger. Mark Henry and, and Kane. And Kane, thank you very much for finishing hey, my sentences. Hey, not a problem. But the big match that everybody was looking forward to... He was match Kelly Kelly and Eve versus the Bella Twins. Okay, yes. and that's all we'll say with about the, that. Which the with a botch pin. Yeah, but that's, that's all, a botch pin. That's how you do a small package when you're a female. Yeah, <laughs> by botching. Because they don't have a small package. So. Oh yeah, no, he, it makes sense now. You okay, do have a full small yeah. package. All right, so the big match, the the reason why Raw is kicking off big in 2012 was CM Punk versus Dolph Ziggler for the WWE Championship, which was just marred in controversy. You have the whole ring the turnbuckle coming off you have John Unitas coming out I mean John Unitas John Laronitis <laughs> coming the ref, and distracting like, the ref that back on there CM Punk uh, CM Punk making Dolph Ziggler tap and then ultimately CM Punk getting thrown out of the ring with the, the kind of help of John Laronitis yeah, I mean, pulling down the rope, down the top rope but he said he didn't right pull over. off the rope and him getting counted out so Dolph Ziggler for the past two weeks has had two wins over CM Punk. What is a fact? But you know, one one was an both modern controversy. So then you have the backstage promo, and it sets up Dolph Ziggler versus CM Punk at the Royal Rumble for the WWE title with John Laurinaitis as the special guest referee. Do we see Do we see Dolph Ziggler winning the title? Maybe CM Punk winning it back at Elimination Chamber. I Are we don't all going to be silent? Know. You don't know. I'll give my prediction when it's prediction time. There we go. <laughs> but I thought the, the I thought the promo it was great and it really made the the crowd pop on that one, which was that he's like I'm gonna be arrested and this guy's gonna have to get me out because I'm gonna be for animal cruelty because I'm gonna make you my bitch. 
I'm gonna beat you like a bitch. Yeah, Excuse well. me. And you yeah. know what? Giving CM Punk that leeway. Do you feel like they're breaking away from that PG? You know, a lot of people now? say that they We've think that they're that breaking away from PG era. Yeah. But bitch is a a real thing. Like it's like I'm gonna walk into a street, see a female dog walking around, and be like, bitch, get the fuck away from me, <laughs> and it'll get away from me. I'll be like, I'll smack a bitch, but I don't want Peter on me. But if a, if a bitch begs me, fucking boom, smack it, <laughs> smack it, f smack it, it up. All right, so we. <laughs> kind of our first match set up for the Royal Rumble besides the Royal Rumble match itself that everybody's you know everybody's trying to get into which is going to be 30 men this year yeah I think it's so much for my spot yeah I know Christ (laughs) the Drew Carey spot that you're going to have I've been watching a lot of prices right now. I was just like, oh I don't have God. money to pay off a non-chug slam from Kane. <laughs> so then, we've been talking about it for the past two or three months. These promos, these really creepy, eerie promos that have been saying it begins. He's coming back, profitless. All these things coming up to it, and it finally came to fruition. Uh, the first Monday Night Raw of 2012, with the return of one. The Millennium Man, Mr. Y2J himself, Chris Jericho. Ayatollah of rock and roll. Uh, you could say every single one of his catchphrases, well, every one of his nicknames, but Y2J returning to WWE in... Some people thought it was a very and disappointing promo. I guess awkward fashion? Awkward fashion. Hey, that jacket was just... Awesome. No, it was... T- like, you knew by the, when, when the jacket flashed and you saw him doing the thing and well, all the fireworks. The, like, oh, Chris Jericho's well, back. Well, that's the thing, too. You also hear the crowd just chanting Y2J. I mean, obviously, they see Y2J yeah, standing you knew, out there before You knew it was else. Chris Jericho before Chris Jericho came out. Yeah. Well, also, too, the fucking dirt sheets ruined it, and they're ruining fucking... Well, and all the fucking I, I, smart marks out gonna, there. I'm not even blaming it on the dirt sheets. I'm blaming this shit on WWE. Why? I'm blaming it on Vince McMahon. The Wh- fact that they did not put him on a private jet. That What they said, their, their um, thing about it was that they they were so confident, was it going to be spoiled? So they flew him into Nashville, uh, the Nashville airport, which is 225, uh, 225 miles away from Memphis, and then give him a limo to Memphis. Okay. And the fact that... I think that's stupid. Why aren't you going to give him the take that? Why are you going to take that risk? You have so much hype behind these videos. Why don't you just give him the private jet that Vince McMahon has, fly him into the arena, and take care of him there? Fly him into the arena. Well, There's no, a runway fly, at the arena for them to fly the, right into the fly arena. Fly him into the airport. But you know, honestly, they probably do have some sort of helipad there. I don't think so. It's ten. They have to. A helipad. There's there's a helipad at Nassau Coliseum. There's one at Madison Square Garden. I know, but that's different yeah, because that's... That's Coliseum. Come on, I made that realize. <laughs> yeah, that's a Coliseum piece and of shit. And Coliseum, the parking lot's empty enough all the time that you yeah, can right. just land a helicopter. No, but they fly it into the Memphis and then have the limo pick them up there. But do you really think there's, like, fucking dirt sheet people sitting 20... Yes. Two, almost 200 people. Like, oh, my God, there's Chris Jericho. Let's yes. take a picture of him that's and ruin exactly. it for yeah, everybody. Happened. That's what happened. To go to the airport all the time yeah, fucking take These pictures. people make me fucking, fucking sick pathetic, because it's goddamn ruining goddamn... And then there was some Somebody else that put, took a picture of fucking Undertaker from like last year, like, and then they threw it up on the dirt sheets. Oh, this person's seated at the airport I actually, today. I was thinking about submitting some pictures from WrestleMania 20 of Stone Cold Steve Austin being like, Stone Cold's here for some reason. Yeah, right? Then, you should then, have fucking ruined it for everybody. Then it became a where in the world is uh, That's, Chris Jericho. But you know what? Thing. You got to give Chris Jericho credit for that. You know, everybody photoshopping like that. That was funny. That was really good. You know, I guess trying to throw people but off. Still, the fact that they didn't use a private jet, I feel like they spoiled it for themselves. They spoiled it for themselves. They, they did. All right. But you know what? The promo itself, you know, Chris Jericho just came out and just hyped up the crowd. Dot did not say a word. in the ring with the mic. He was going to say something, and then, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that was the it. The Rock That's did it better. 
The Rock did what better? Returning. Uh, yeah. But you know what? It was two totally different. This one was way better. For what it was, it was better than the fucking last time he came back. Yeah, I mean, I, Olympic torch you thing know what? I thought it would have been better if he, like, played to the the promos more and came back just like all the fireworks and everything like that. And you see Chris Jericho just standing there stone faced with the suit and everything on, not in like a fucking jacket. But you know what? Like, the way that ne- I watched it a couple more times over, just like get the, genius. get the entire feel. He didn't say anything. And then by the time he left, he just kept smiling and everybody started booing him. And it's, it's like, genius. but also, too, you know, it also kind of plays in with the whole promos you know now you gotta start delving into it who is the she character that they're mentioning in all those really creepy promos I honestly I wouldn't have been I would not even be surprised if it just turned out to be Stephanie just Jericho nobody Stephanie McMahon Helmsley it it could be no Stephanie just McMahon. nobody just it's, it's, I mean a lot of people are saying the she is CM Punk I mean it's not CM uh, Punk no I don't think it's CM Punk I, I honestly hope it's Stephanie McMahon and you know also too the, the WWE.com exclusive where Chris Jericho didn't say anything and was just no. smiling just help because now you can you have all these different sort of like things going on in your head. What the fuck is this? Who is this? Why he didn't say anything? Well, Which th- is now like a lot of people like Matt Morgan I saw retweeted is like whoever thinks Chris Jericho's promo sucked, like you're an idiot, he's just putting us on a ride. And whoever wrote this whoever wrote this segment because at first I was so mad, I had my buddy James text me yesterday, he goes, Chris Jericho rules. I'm like, it sucked, it was horrible. But then I watched it a couple more times. No, it's I started dissecting it a little bit more, and it's, it was a great he way to out, come back. He came out as a face, completely over the fans, and within 10 minutes of saying nothing. Not even 10 minutes, it was not, like 5 minutes, uh, 3 minutes, uh, 2 he minutes. Had me, uh, he had me bored after 1 minute. Exactly. He had me, I didn't bored. want to fucking even see Chris fans, Jericho. Fans were bored, fans were booing him like none other. And then look at the internet. Everybody He's blowing up about it. They hate him. He's an asshole. What the? He didn't speak at all. That's the worst promo ever. But everybody fails to like fails to understand that that was the point of it. Yeah. I mean, in, listen, in professional wrestling, you don't need to speak to cut a promo. Yeah, absolutely. That that may be the smartest thing that you have ever said, Brandon, on the show. Yeah, okay, go fuck yourself. No, no, now dude. that is the smartest thing he's ever said. <laughs> no, but you're no, you're exactly right. That's perfect because you don't need. Actions speak louder than words. The thing is, a lot of fans need to be more patient with the product. I suppose they're wanting it now Absolutely. here. It, like they have to be patient. Everything has to play out. It's a it's a return angle. You need to have it so at least you need to give it at least a month before I mean, you, you start shitting all. I over. mean, honestly, now everybody that's saying all this shit and talk and all that stuff is going to tune in next week throughout to find out why he did that. I know. And we'll see. There are people. There are people who swore off WWE after that. So yeah, no, they're not. That's, they're gonna so, be like, that's pathetic. No, because next week they're gonna be like, well, uh, what does Chris Jericho have to say? I guess and I'll- I have to wait. Motherfucking bullshit. This is horseshit. <laughs> it's horseshit. But you know, it was an interesting. It was an interesting comeback. We'll see where Chris Jericho what he has to say next week if he does speak or if he just comes out and puts a silent treatment on again. But this could start greasing the wheels. If he comes back out next week and does not talk, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> he starts greasing the wheels for 
Deuce and Domino to return. If Cliff Compton comes, I'll be <laughs> fucking happier than a pig and shit for CM Punk versus Chris Jericho WrestleMania. Yeah. I'll be... Which will be a fucking awesome match. It that'll would. Be like, that'll be an awesome match. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, the, the fact that people... I still can't just understand how people aren't understanding the how great that is. Yeah. I like, mean, there's there's a lot of stuff that we don't understand. So. Yeah. Because we don't know because we're there. three guys that like they're, to talk about professional wrestling. They're emotional. They're confused. Impatient. They wanted it to be something else. Didn't turn out to be that way. So, but I wanted to, I wanted to see a punk. Oh no, not see a punk. And because it wasn't, he was such a heel for it. Such a heel tactic. He was so. I wanted him to like like cut this great like face promo and then just turn completely. Like that's what I wanted. But like now that I've you know, as I said, I've watched it a couple times. I'm starting to like comprehend it. It's now making more sense to me. I mean, at first when we were watching it, I would, I told Brandon, I was just like, yeah, I'm getting kind of bored. What's going on? And then here and there, we'd be like, watch, she's making his way up to the ramp. Something's going to happen. Somebody's I was actually, I was him. really embarrassed during that whole segment. Why were you embarrassed? It was I weird. just felt really embarrassed. It was just so awkward that I felt embarrassed. It was weird. All right. All right. Well, you know, that was kind of like the big thing for Monday Night Raw. And then you have the main event. <laughs> the, the main event, which was Kane, Mark Henry, and Jack Swagger versus Zack Ryder, Cena, and the big show. Kane doesn't come out for some reason. Kane's not competing. Um, you know, back and forth match. You have Mark Henry and the big show get disqualified midway through the match because of a use of a chair. Yeah, Mark Henry trying to use the chair. Big show punching the chair. So they, those guys come out. Jack Swagger. When the hell did it turn into an elimination match? Yeah. Actually. When the hell did it? They didn't even say that. They didn't even say it was an elimination match or anything like that. Maybe we just they, weren't listening. I think they announced it right before. Yeah, but whatever. They announced it before, definitely. All right, whatever. It doesn't matter. It don't matter. But uh, then you have, you know... So you're stuck with uh, Swagger, Ryder, and Cena in the ring. You get, you know, and John Cena hits five moves of doom, and picks up the win. And then you have Kane. Kane's pyro and his music coming out. John Cena hits the ring. And Kane comes through the ring. Which I thought was... He does. Interesting. Yeah, then he grabs a hold of... Zack Ryder. Well, no, well choke he, he chokes out. No, he chokes out John Cena, and then he tries well, to. Doesn't he first choke? Whatever. Uh, Zack Ryder. And then he makes his way out to John Cena. To John Cena. And then he battles him, uh, smothering right. him outside of the ring. All right. All right. I then he made his way back into the ring, and he tried to uh, grab. Literally Zach. back into the ring. Nah. Yeah. He tried to grab <laughs> him and drag him into what I guess. Zack Ryder into the ring. <laughs> drag Z to hell. You know, instead of drag me to hell. Get it? Yep. Huh? Yeah. That was <laughs> not really. That was a tweet. That was a tweet. Of the week, by the way, yeah. And then uh, yeah. Kane started trying to drag Ryder into the uh, the apron, uh, the ring, and he had his hurt uh, ankle from the from Jack Swagger's ankle lock. Yeah. yeah, but you know, and then John Cena just, I guess, hit the Super Cena button and uh, came back and saved, uh, and saved the day. Then he had a burst of fire, smoke, all that stuff coming out of that hole in the ring. An extinguisher. And, yeah, yeah the, an there's a fire yeah. extinguisher, which was really funny. Hornswoggle um, well, had to save his house somehow. Yeah, so then you have to embrace, uh, embrace the hate, and just the, the expression on John Cena's face as they as they end of the show is just like both of them. They're just like, oh my god, we could have almost died. Kane's a badass. Kane is a badass, and this you know they haven't even really fought. I mean, yes, they fought on house shows before, but I think it's just one house show or the, two house shows. Yeah, right? they, they fought on house shows, but they haven't even done anything in the ring yet. It's just been Kane getting the upper advantage of John Cena. <laughs> So, I don't know if they're going to have a match at Royal Rumble. I don't think so. I think this should be a part of the Royal Rumble match itself. I want Kane to be in the Royal Rumble because he's he's like 
He's one of those monumental figures yeah. for the Royal Rumble. Yeah, he has he'll, the most he'll, eliminations. He'll be, he'll be in and he'll eliminate like eleven guys. Yeah, so it should be it should be an interesting Royal Rumble. It should be a pretty good um, lead up to the Royal Rumble. So where do you see Undertaker re- making his return now? After we speak about Kane, as we, after we speak about um, Jericho, where do you see Undertaker returning? I don't know. Like that's the thing. Do you see him returning at, at the? See, do you see him returning at the Royal Rumble? You could and you see you know what there's you know someone else's name that's been thrown around a lot in the past week since you know his retirement from a certain mixed martial arts company yep. that's Brock Lesnar Brock Lesnar lost lost his last fight and announced his retirement from the UFC yep, he was so all the Ipigin, all the Ipigin promos have all been circled around Brock Lesnar yeah, I mean well I mean he was facing Alistair Overeem ended up Alistair Overeem ended up throwing the fight he did not throw the fade that yes, he fight did. that is bullshit yep yes he did he did not throw that how do you, fight. How do you get a best way to get out of a UFC contract? All right, Alistair Overeem. He's not out of the contract. He will be. He won't be. He will he's still be. under contract. Alistair Overeem is a nasty Muay Thai artist. Those yeah, knees, I would love to see you take those knees to your hands. I 100% will. He definitely, I mean, right now he's, Brock Lesnar's actually on a um, uh, medical, uh, what is it? He's medical suspension. Said who? UFC. He's on medical suspension because oh. of his ab- uh, abdominal who injuries. Me- who had a meeting with Vince McMahon? B- me. Dana White. Dana White. Yeah, but still, doesn't mean that he's going to get fired. They're going to oh, still. He's no, retiring. You, yeah, but he's still going to remain on UFC he's contract. Gone. It doesn't. It doesn't mean that they can't have a crossover. Have him on WrestleMania or something. So like you, that. Th- you, this is this is what this is what maybe this is an idea of mine. You have the Undertaker return at the Royal Rumble, like midway through, clear house. You know, maybe eliminate Kane. Undertaker's the only person in there. Next person, Brock Lesnar. That place will like everybody will shit That'd their pants. Insane. Everybody will shit their pants. And you have the under you have them beat the shit out of each other. Battle hey. go completely. Below Realistic, and then Brock Lesnar eliminate The Undertaker. Well, and then you, then you have... Bro- By the way, where, where the fuck is Bro- Brodus Clay? Wasn't he supposed to debut this week? <laughs> they have no confidence in yeah, this guy. Yeah, and Johnny Ace tweeted out saying it'll be next week. So yeah, bullshit. This is obviously going to be the gimmick. I feel like this shows the on. lack of confidence that WWE has in Brodus Clay. The fact that they keep on hyping him up, hyping him up, hyping him up. And then they're like, oh, we're going to push him back. Like, if you're hyping him up so much... You can't push him back because that's like, well, he's not good enough to debut on this day. He, I honestly, there's a lot I don't more think important, that's what it is. There's a lot more important things going on than Brodus Clay. They have to put Brodus Clay before if they want him to have such a huge impact. I read something that they're going to push him back until that the uh, Raw Rumble. Which, yeah. I, you know what, it'd be good because if you well, re- re-debut The Undertaker, you de- re-debut Brock Lesnar, and then you re- and you debut Brodus Clay well, I mean, all in the same many, match, how, many how big of a Raw Rumble would that be? Eh, I don't know about Brodus Clay, but it, look how many other people they have coming in. You still need Rey Mysterio to come back at some point for WrestleMania. You still need Sin Cara to come back. You still need Sin Cara. John Morrison to come back. John yeah, Morrison's John not, coming back. not coming back. <laughs> you, you say possibly that Possibly you hear rumors circling about RVD. But RV, R- but like RVD. I mean rumors. Yeah, rumors, but also RVD, it's stated that his contract is up in March. So why would you have him come back for the Royal Rumble to no, no, no. breach contract? I'm not Royal Rumble. You know, RVD is not going to come back for a while. Like you know, I don't... That's what's really great, though, is that last year we saw the return of Booker T. We saw Kevin Nash. We saw Trish Stratus. We saw Mick Foley. Lita. Lita. Well, what it's I'm like, saying... Who else is going to well, be, Who's going to be this year? What I'm just trying to say is with the returning stuff, they're all pretty much aimed for WrestleMania. You have to... Are you going to... You can't really debut all... Re-debut all these people all at once. I mean... 
You can't have back to back to back. I mean, possibly with that Royal Rumble idea, because that would be kind of cool. Uh, the place would go unglued. Like, everybody would be jumping up Which, and down. Which, by the way, was the name of Snitsky's theme song, I believe. <laughs> How do you know these things? <laughs> All right. Well, and we, apparently he knows that the UFC is rigged. Yeah. It is. So is NBA. Fuck you. Yeah. And so is, so it's, so is all professional sports. UFC but, is not. Yeah, it is. It's been proven in the past, so don't even, like... All right. Well, wrestling gets so much shit for it, but so are the other sports. So, all right. Well, let's let's get to our musical interlude of the week. And our musical interlude this week is brought to you by Long Island-based metal hardcore thrash band. This is Hell. These guys are big wrestling fans, and we're going to be playing this uh, first song off their new album that just came out in October on Rise Records called Black Mass. This is Acid Rain. When we get back, we'll talk about everything else in the world professional wrestling here on Mark Now. Yes! 
on Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. If you like that song, if you've now become a This Is Hell fan, just to let you know, Seth Rollins is a This Is Hell fan. He wears their shirts to the ring every single week in FCW, and you can see that on FCW programming. Follow them on uh, follow them on Twitter at This Is Hell. They also have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash This Is Hell. These guys are playing a couple shows in the New York Tri-State area. They're going to be playing... And oh, the new, the northeastern area, excuse me. They're playing January 20th up at uh, the Loft in Poughkeepsie, New York, and then January 21st at uh, Freight Street Gallery in Waterbury, Connecticut. Go check those guys out. You know, we're all about the uh, the marks for mark movement, as we like to say. Hell yeah! Hashtag ha- marks for marks. Hell yeah, marks for marks. And let's get into Impact Wrestling. Uh, uh, deep and, breath. Yeah, right. The deep, depressing breath. But they have a pay per view. First pay per view. This is like the first pay per view out of the big three. This is starting to off, yep. off 2012. Genesis. So Genesis. You know, I guess things are changing for TNA, but changing, I guess, in the bad way. When you start off the show with, you know, a very lengthy promo. Like, here's the thing with me. Like, WWE's promos, like, their opening promos go somewhere. And they're like, they, they, they feel speedy and they feel like... Uh, depending on who's giving it. I mean, when it goes on for 20 minutes, I mean, I start to get annoyed that you could have probably had uh, one or two matches in that time. Yeah, you could have had like a five-minute match here and yeah. there. But you started off with this promo that was just so dragging and so boring. You know, bringing everybody out, bringing everybody that's involved in these three major matches and setting up a six-man match for your main event. But what's even worse is that on Twitter, I think Dixie Carter announced the the tag team match, the main event, before all this even aired. Really? Yeah, so I mean, it was kind of like she spoiled it. She spurled it? She spurled it. She spurled it. Mm-hmm. All right. So then you come back from a, a lengthy commercial break and you start off with chicks in the pool. Wouldn't you want to start off with, like, you know, uh, like the X Division match or maybe, you know, uh, an ancillary match? No, it's another promo with a bunch of chicks in the pool flaunting their hot stuff and Madison Rain. Ray- spice this stuff. Madison Rain and Gail Kim beating up Tracy Brooks and drowning her in the pool. I'm amazed that she actually went underneath underneath the water with the, the buoyancy that she has going on there. Yeah, if you go know what figure. I mean. I, I thought those, those were like flotation devices. Yeah, right? And then you have Mickey James just randomly, like, coming out of nowhere in a leopard bikini just jumping into the pool and saving her like it doesn't make any sense like where did she come from they're just like you know what how can we get these women in bikinis and in a pool and have it on tv oh there we go we can make it a it can go right into our knockouts match yes which then you know it sets up uh the gail kim uh mickey james match for genesis coming up madison yeah. madison rain and gail kim get the win which for some odd reason gail kim still holds both titles with, I mean, after I mean, it's already been a few months. She still holds both. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Like, I guess they're trying to bring some prestige back to the with, with one person. Yeah, with one person making the dominant female. We, you, we can't think about it, it too long because you, then it just gives you a headache. But no, it makes it. Do you think if okay, let's say Awesome Kong was still in TNA, okay, and she had both titles. Do you think we'd be, like, bitching and complaining about yeah, it? Yeah, I would. Really? I Why? Mean, because it's been a few months. All right, to start it off, fine. Like, one month in, fine. But after two pay-per-views or whatever, it starts to be like, wait, really? I mean, you can't have another uh, knockout win the title. It's okay. 
I know, but I think, as I said, lengthy title reigns are something that's not seen that much in professional wrestling. Like, Dolph Ziggler had the title for the longest time. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, more more specifically, TNA. You really mm-hmm. don't see any lengthy. Uh, you see that you see the, the TNA World Heavyweight Title flip flop back back and forth here and there. Hot potato, a nice hot potato, as you spoke about last week. Yes. So you have that match. Gunner and RVT goes to uh, a double countout. Yep. RVT try uh, Gunner trying to still pull this gimmick about you know getting uh, yeah pulling the mats up. And pulling the mats up. I like it though. But you know what? And Ric Flair was banned from ringside. I like the I like the fact that he, they're pairing him with Ric Flair. I like it too. I still because he really he. I mean, he could talk, but he really can't. He doesn't have like the full, uh, like great the full package. The full package. So know, pairing still, him with a guy yeah. that is maybe one of the most well known talkers in professional wrestling is, which is an art that WWE has lost with the art of managers. Yeah, absolutely. Which we always say that if they're not that great on the mic, give them the uh, manager that is great on the mic. Well, that's why. But you know they, what? That's why they gave Jack Swagger, Vicky Guerrero. Yeah, right. But every time I see Gunner, I see potential. I do. I that see that guy is Mr. Intensity. He he's just some uh, uh, just somebody that's waiting to. I don't want to even say break out yet because he kind of has broken out. Yeah, but absolutely. he's gonna be one of the top superstars. Where's Mr. K- Mr. Anderson been? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I guess they just don't have a storyline for him, so he's not booked. Nah. He's being stamped. Um, also, too, you had, you know, you had, a, like, the, the X Division tag match should have been right after that um, Divas promo, or Knockouts uh, yeah. promo, excuse me. It's. I mean, why are you going to have a promo go right into that match? You barely ever see that happen anymore. I know. When you have a promo uh, to set up a match, then you have that match, match right after. You usually have the promo, then a side match, and then you have that match that the promo is about. <laughs> So you have that match, and then another match, and then the side promo, yes. and then running down wrestling logistics here. But, but that was the, a good match too. But the tag, but the the X Division tag match should have definitely won after that yeah, promo. You had Kid Cash and Austin Aries versus uh, Jesse Sorensen and Zima Ion. Who I still think Anthony Nee should uh, have Jesse Sorensen spot, but that's just uh, me, and that's just my favoritism I that I played along Long Island wrestlers. I know, but the thing I liked about this match was Zima Ion's gimmick breaking through. The fact that he he all he wanted to do was get in that ring and be the have the spotlight on him, even after Sorensen. Picks up the W. He was on the apron, jumping up and down, saying how it, it should have been him and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That picking up the pin. So I, I actually like that. So did I. So did I. It, it makes you realize that Zima Ion is not a true face and he's not a true heel. He's got a floating in between. But I like the yeah. fact that Austin Aries and Kid Cash just beat the holy hell out of Zima Ion. Yeah. Like thinking that you know Zima Ion thinks he's hot stuff and they're just putting him in his place. Yeah. But all four of these guys are in the next division uh, four corners match. At, uh, for the title that they are the championship excuse me at uh, d- at Genesis so we'll do our predictions in a, in a, a couple minutes yeah. let's just get ready let's get uh, go through the rest of uh, Impact Wrestling Samoa Joe and Brutus Magnus winning the wild card tag team tournament over AJ Styles and Kazarian but not without the help of Christopher Daniels yep he came on out distracted well didn't even distract but kind of had a little uh, partnership with Kazarian it looked like and Kazarian just dropped down and walked away from him finally after year after months and months of months of obscurity for Samoa Joe, he's actually in f- a storyline. And that tag because team, like, I, what's that? Go. Well, that tag team, like I said last week, I love them together. I know, I know, but the fact that he like he's wearing the British, like that Brutus Magnus is wearing the British Invasion like stuff, yeah. irks me. Because as I, I I'm not, I'm, I don't want to repeat myself again about their tag team division. Yeah. So, but I'm looking to see Samoa Joe in the main spotlight. Finally, after months of obscurity and months of him, you know, having negative points yeah. in the Bound for Glory series. Series and just not being used properly. Well, th- they need to. Somebody, somebody on Twitter tweeted to us 
saying that Samoa Joe just needs a, a repack, another repackaging. I don't think he even needs another repackaging. He just needs to be used. I mean, what you can't really repackage him. Yeah. Because what are you going to repackage him as? The, the, the nation of violence again? again? Exactly. There is no repackaging of him. They're just using him properly. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, he is... Like, you're not going to package him any different than he is right now. Yeah. But it is definitely good to see him back in the winning uh, uh, column. In the winner's circle, yes. as we say. Yes. I don't think we ever said that. No. <laughs> as, they, they, the, as they say. As they say, the winner's <laughs> circle. But so yeah, the, it shows that the AJ Styles and uh, Christopher Daniels are going to continue. Yep. After good. their long feud. After the, and they, they put on great matches. You know, yeah. and also too with that uh, that last I what was that, the I quit match that they had, yeah. where the the screwdriver uh, got involved. You need a little. yeah, you you need a break from it, but then you get the, get the comeback for it. And as we say too, you don't have like as we said last week with the whole Kevin Steen uh, angle that passed like two years. Mm-hmm. You don't see long storylines and long programs anymore. Yeah. So this is this is great, and this is a nice continuation well, in that. And we'll see after Genesis where this AJ Christopher Daniels storyline yeah. goes. I'm always a fan of that, where if you feel like a storyline's going on for too long, like say Randy Orton and Christian, how it just goes on for too long starts to drag and the fans are like, ah. But you still feel like like you still have something there, just put it on the shelf and then after a few months, just put or it after, right back out Not even there. after a few weeks, just come yeah. back to it. You know, and that's, that's I have to give TNA credit for that because yeah. that's... I mean, we, we've spoken about it before, Paul Heyman said, the, uh, Jeff Cash said it, a lot of uh, fans these days really don't have that much of uh, attention span. Absolutely. So you always have to switch it up and being, being able to put them on the shelf really gives them the opportunity to put something else out there to distract them. I totally, totally agree with you with that. Um, then you have your main event of the evening, which is the six-man match, which is, you know, it's pure chaos, pure insanity. The one thing that I liked was the shout-out to Long Island that uh, that uh, Bully Ray yeah, gave the Westbury. In, in the promo. It's like, hey, Westbury, I'm going to kick your ass. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> we're actually going to have somebody on the scene. Yes. Where we had somebody on the scene because you'll be getting this on Saturday. Good old Juan. Good old Rico is going to be there with a flip cam. So if you saw some guy with a butt chin walking up to you with a flip cam asking you things about marking out, just say hey. Just say hey, Rico. Well, this is the, the day after. Yeah. So yeah, still say hey. Yeah, still say hey. Anyway, he's uh, he's the newest member. He's the on-field reporter yeah. for marking out. That's where that's what we're going to call him. So then you he's have the Trisha Takanawa of our show. Yes, right. Well, the the, the Puerto Rican Trisha Takanawa. Yes. Great, great. And this you know this six-man match which just ruled in t- total anarchy. And really painted a nice image to close out Impact, I have to admit, uh, with yeah. all the faces and submission holds. Yeah, by all the, being choked out by the chain. I, um, I loved great it. Great stuff. Honestly, I loved it. I thought, And then just fading to black was great, and that really kind of gets you a little amped up. Yeah, I mean, for, it leaves you with that, oh shit, the heels may actually do this. Yeah. Um, I'm still not a fan of Abyss being a face. You know, it, it, I, it, going back to the opening promo, too, like, he was a face, but then, too, he's like an angry, mean face. Like, yeah. some, uh, Bully Ray was trying to say something, and then you just have a bit like, shut up! Yeah, he has that little grudge. Yeah, he has that little grudge, he has that mean streak to him, yeah. and the man can chug a beer. Going back, taking from the end, there we go, so the end begins. There you go, go. We're taking the end of Impact and bringing it back to the beginning. Right Look the at beginning. that! Uh, the whole show just kind of wraps up I, in itself. James Storm looks like such a freaking, he's ready to put out a country album. Yeah, right? With his look. He's gonna, it's going to be called uh, Glass Breakable Bottles instead yeah, right. of Red Solo Cups, right? <laughs> Toby uh, Keith. Toby Keith. Dave loves country music. Yes, I do. He sure does. So let's get into our predictions for right, Genesis. We'll start off with Bully. We'll start off with Abyss and Bully Ray in a monsters ball match. 
Insanity is gonna be in here. I'm hoping maybe some light tubes. I hope I've been watching. I've been watching a lot of death matches recently. Really? So I can never watch them. I don't know. They're, they're too. They go too overboard for me. Well, I I got like the best of Wrestling Society X, uh-huh. and at the last like video was just all death matches, and yeah. it was it was real gross because one of the guys like I guess cut an artery in his arm. Yeah. If you listen to that uh, art of wrestling with Kevin Steen, he mentioned that, yeah. and the blood was spurting out, and he was like drinking it. It was gross. That's it was disgusting. disgusting. Like I turned it off right after that. I'm like, yep, done. That's disgusting. Thank you, and I will see the Keaton family on another week. That's right. Okay, so who do you th- who do we think here? I'm gonna have to go. This is Abyss's match. That, I'm going Abyss. Hmm. You know what? Um, I'm gonna go with Abyss too. All right, good. Abyss's match put it into this kind of feud a little bit. Yeah, and we don't, no uh, one wants to see him in a mortal anymore. Yeah, kind of like a good little nightcap. <laughs> good. Li- no, that's gonna be your uh, world heavyweight t- championship match. Yes. Excuse me. Um, then you have Gunner versus RVD. You know, we saw this match on Impact this week, and now they're gonna get uh, an end to this match, I guess, because they were both double counted out. Yep. Um, I want to say Gunner. Um, Mr. Intensity, right here. Hmm. You know what? I'm going to go with Gunner, too. You can't... You really can't have him lose it. And also, too, if these reports that were leaked out this week of RVD going back... Yeah. ...wants to go back, and if, you know, if they're true, and if TNA actually saw that, why would they put over RVD when he says yeah, that he wants to go back I mean, to the WWE? Yeah, I mean, the same thing with WWE, when you see find out, like, look at John Morrison. I mean, you have these people that are going to be leaving or whatever. They always uh, trash them a little bit. Yeah, so they, I mean, they have to. It's it's, it's, called, it's kind of like a hazing. Yeah. Uh, we have the Pope versus Devon. These guys were a tag team. I'll Got a tag team shot last I'll month. I'll start and this now- one. I'll go with Devon. Devon? Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I feel like the, he's the face and everything. I feel like the face is going to prevail in this. Really? I, yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm going to disagree with you. I'm okay, gonna, cool. I'm going to say Pope just because of the fact that he's got Devon's kids on his side. Or maybe this is a big swerve and maybe you're right. Maybe Devon's kids will help out Devon. I mean, even regardless if they do help out, I still say that the face is going to rise above the hate. Rise above hate. Exactly. Do, 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 do. Then we have Kurt Angle and James Storm rematch from last uh, from Final Resolution. That's a fact. That is a fact. See, another another storyline that's dragging on for two pay-per-views. Yeah. Good, good things to hear. Um, James Storm won last time, and I'm going to say Kurt Angle. You know what? Um, I hate agreeing with you, but Kurt Angle. I thought you were going to be like, I don't want this to happen. I want James yeah. Storm to win. I don't know, but I figure if I have Abyss winning, um, that's one face. I, I don't like having way too many faces win. I, I, don't, I like having an equal... Uh, equal, uh, e- equal parts? Yeah. Equal parts, dark and light. Heal and phase. Yeah. Okay. So then we have the knockouts title match. This is this is really you know the one thing that makes it really confusing to me is because on the TNA website it says it's the World Heavyweight Championship, the Tag Team Championship, and then you have the X Division title and the Knockouts title. Like, what's is it? It's supposed to be a championship. These yeah. guys are the champion yeah. of their division, and if TNA well, is going to go I've, out there and publicly say that it's just the title, obviously TNA really doesn't know what it has. <laughs> it has a lot it of talent. Doesn't know its own product. So you got Gail Kim the champion versus Mickey James. Um, I'm f- uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going Mickey James. There we go. There we go. Dropping the f bomb. Dropping the f bomb. Cliff Compton style. Yes. And I'm gonna go Gail Kim just so we have a little bit of a okay, cool back and forth here. Yep. And then we have the X Division title four way match: Austin Aries, the champion; Jesse Sorenstead, Kit Cash, and Zima Ion. Who's be Tony? Aries has held the title for a while. Another guy. Another guy's yeah. been holding the title for a long time. Are you mad about that, Dave? 
No, because he doesn't hold two titles. Oh, so if it was... That's all that bothers me is that oh, okay. Gail Kim is, uh, okay, holds she has two, two titles. Exactly, and, oh, okay. and she's been holding both of them for a while. Oh, okay. That's yeah. my only beef with that. Oh, okay, so if she just had the knockouts title... Exactly, I'd, I would be fine with that. Oh, okay. It's you, just didn't the make, fact you, didn't, that, you didn't make that clear before. My apologies. Yeah, no, I just, just don't like the fact that she's holding both titles for a while. Well, Chris Jericho held two titles. It's Chris Jericho. He can do whatever he wants. I wish we found out on Raw. Yeah, he can. He doesn't have to say anything. Exactly. All right, um, Austin Aries. I'm sorry. Yeah? He's too good. You know what? As much as I want to go with Austin Aries, I'm going to go with Swordson. Really? Yep, he picked Why? up the W on the impact. I think it's going to carry over. It's time for the t- uh, ch- title to switch hands for now. Keep it a little bit more interesting. Keep it in the... Exactly. Okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. Aries could hold the title forever, and it will be fine because he can do that. Mm-hmm. He will still cut the most amazing promos that you've ever seen. He cuts the mustard. Yes, he does. Absolutely. So I'm going to go with uh, Swordson. Oh, cool, cool. All right. So then we got to our World Tag. Team Championship match. See, I said it right. You have the winners of the wild card card tournament. Samoa Joe and Brutus Magnus versus Matt Morgan and Crimson. I'm excited for this match. So am I. I am pumped for this match. I mean, it's it's three big guys and then one medium-sized guy that all can go. We haven't seen... They're all big guys. We haven't seen the full... No, Brutus Magnus isn't as big. big. I mean, but he isn't as big as, you know, Matt Morgan and Samoa Joe. But he, he is tall. I mean, he's tall and he's okay. pretty built. Absolutely. Yeah. So Matt Morgan and Kevin Matthews. Oh shit! I'm sorry. I mean Matt Morgan and Crimson. Yeah. So, um, who do we think is going to win this? What I up mean, two we and have wrestlers. Yeah. What up, two and a half wrestlers? Um, so we um, haven't seen the full potential of Brutus Magnus yet. Not yet. Not yet. I mean, I'm, I, you have with British Invasion and everything. Not really. Man. Because it's a tag team. You haven't seen this full. You have, potential. Well, I mean, you had uh, what is it? Brutus Magnus when he was a gladiator. Okay, yeah, no, uh, that wasn't full potential. Yeah. That was terrible. You know what? I'm going Samoa Joe and Magnus. I really like this tag team. I think that every participant in this tag team match, I am a big fan of. Okay. Like, I mean, I would say that all of them have great futures and stuff. Like, but, I mean, Samoa Joe, they're back and forth with and everything. But all of them have so much potential. All right. Hmm. This is a difficult one for me. Uh, I am going to go with just so we can yeah, kind of decipher little, ourselves. Uh, uh, put Matt a fork Mor- in the road. Mad Morgan and Crimson. All right. Cool. Cool. Because I just, you know, seeing as titles are a hot potatoing all around, I think yeah. they need to kind of keep the titles on these two. Yeah. I was reading somewhere that WWE is interested in. Uh, uh, you you back read Matt that Morgan. report too? Yeah. I heard. I read a report of them like every like every know, every so TNA wrestlers. talent like. They're like, oh, they were high on them, and now they're not high on them anymore. Yeah. They're thinking about bringing RVD back. There's no interest in Samoa Joe. You know out, of every, out of everybody that's in Impact Wrestling, that's the person they should have the most interest in. Who? Samoa Joe. You know what? Everybody, those four wrestlers in that tag team match would be great in WWE. And we, Maybe not Crimson as much yet, because he still has a lot to develop, I feel like. Mm-hmm. But still, all those four guys, I think, would be great. Matt Morgan, after he lost his stuttering gimmick, bring him back. I think he would be a great fit. Samoa Joe, Brutus Magnus, I think they would all be good. I think Samoa Joe would actually be the best, because I feel like he could take the role that Umaga used to have. Okay. And be just like that wrecking that, machine. Like, that like heavy Heavy hitting, guy, like wrecking still, machine. Yeah, yeah. And I, that's the role that I think he should play, but maybe that'll be taken up by... Ryback or yeah. Skip Shepard, but I mean, like, like I mean, you still have Matt Morgan, who could definitely be a main eventer there. Oh, absolutely! Um, and Brutus Magnus could definitely be. I, hell, I, I even think that he would be an upper mid Carter, like a Sheamus status. 
Who Brutus Magnus? Yeah, really. I I, I don't know. I, I I like him in the ring. I think he's good on the mic. I really have high hopes on him. Hashtag Mark Dreams. Yes. And then we have the World Heavyweight Championship match: Jeff Hardy versus Bobby Roode. He's off the chain, as his music uh, says. I'm saying is. Bobby Roode. You know what? Because I know for a fact TNA doesn't choose anybody that I enjoy. I'm going Jeff Hardy. You're going Jeff Hardy. Yeah. All right. So we will see Sunday 8 p.m. live on Pay Per View. Who the winners? are of Damn our predictions to see maybe maybe we'll have a perfect one this time you never know you never know but let's get to shameless plugs shameless plugs all right our first shameless plug is going to go to our good buddy our Ma- good broski chi mike chiapetta um go follow him on twitter at m underscore chiapetta and go watch his new uh, web series chi true long island story yep the spinoff to z true long island story he has yeah. no show good stuff i have to admit it's good also seeing the big o it's all good scenes of that. it's a true spinoff show it as is. zach said when you had friends you had joey exactly you know the cosby show you had different different strokes or different different world different okay world. i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah it's early and then numero dos we got ryan a fellow mark um go follow him at ryan c underscore m and then we also have Zach Ryder team. Go follow them at, at Broski underscore team. All of them good people to follow and check up on. And all Broski. Oh, holy shit. Holy shit. I can't. I, I, dude, we've done this whole half the show, and we haven't even said let Brandon say one thing. Oh, f- Oh, oh man, Brandon! I'm sorry, dude. Oh, Brandon, we're so sorry, Brandon. I'm sorry, oh, man. And he and everybody loves him. I'm I know. Sorry. I know, Brandon. Who are you shouting out? My name is Dave, and you should listen to Brandon's shout outs. Make me famous. You know what? I'm sick and tired of being Chris Jericho. You two assholes have not let me say a fucking word. Here's number one. <laughs> WWE.com again, because for a month straight, we were one of the tweets on the night after Raw. But we're also one of the top tweets, too. We're like, yes, three. that's true. But, you know, now my flow is off, so you cut me off. You've done it to me in the past. I understand it, though. I, I mean, I understand you've done it to me in the past. You don't learn your lesson. <laughs> Someone needs a scolding. <laughs> anyway, the tweet was, I wonder if Chris Jericho's jacket runs on solar energy or a battery pack. Hashtag WWE, hashtag Raw, hashtag The End Begins. Number two, my second shout out goes to the picture of Zack Ryder being dragged through the ring. It's up on WWE.com. Such a cool picture with so much emotion to it. Like, you guys see it? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I saw it. It was great. I would blow that shit up and hang that on my wall if I was one of the two wrestlers in the match. And the third, I got to give a shout out to Carlito because I'm going to the Caribbean. Peace out. Got to catch a flight. Great shout outs, Brandon. Again, there we're, we go. We're, we're sorry. We're sorry. Yeah, I'm Apologize sorry. Apologize about that. Um, good shout outs, good shameless plugs. And now, let's get to our. The markout moment of the week. And the markout moment of the week, it has to be Chris Jericho coming back. Yeah. You know, Y2J. I mean, you knew it and everything, but don't lie. Even though you knew that it was going to happen, you still said, holy shit, when he came out. Yeah. You know, I mean, and he looked at, as we said, as we said, blah, 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 blah. As we said earlier in the show, he did put, he put, he 
looks good. Nah. Looks good, you know, especially, you know, being on the rock and roll lifestyle where you can yeah. indulge on everything. He definitely, you know, he's got some abs. He rocks I mean, some abs. I mean, to be honest, when they first showed that last promo to lead up to it, I got chills. Like, I mean, when they showed those little kids in the hallway and whatever, you're like, oh, fuck, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? They had the camera shaking, and it, it really, uh... It brought out the mark in me. Amen. It sure did. And that's our show for this week, folks. Thank you very much for listening to the first yes. show of 2012. Gracias. There's going to be 51 more. And next week, we'll talk about Monday Night Raw and Chris Jericho coming back. We're going to talk about the results to Genesis, Genesis. and everything else that's going on in the world of professionaling, professional, professional wrestling. wrestling. <laughs> but until then, we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a great, great week. Later. So I feel so bad. Marks. We didn't, I know. didn't let Brandon. I'll, I'll buy you pancakes for a pancake Friday. A hashtag pancake Friday. Chocolate chip pancakes. Hey, man, right. brother. Testify. Well, no, we're not understaffed, but we like hire you. You're guys. understaffed, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, fam roasted. That was <laughs> that was a tiny penis joke.